Good evening, Bucks fans. We are back. It's Real Bucks Talk. I'm Michael Plus. Joined, as always, Mark Ramirez. Mark, we are doing pretty good. The Lightning kicking some ass up 3 nothing after the first period. So, guys, again, we appreciate for everyone who's joining us right now. I know you guys are probably drinking some beers, enjoying the game. So, But with that said, there's always Buccaneers football to talk about. So let's get, let's get into it. Yeah, it's always a good Monday when you can talk some Buck football, even though they're not playing. And I know you guys are probably enjoying that hockey game, like Plus said, but yeah, let's talk some Buck football. So, I mean, in the news, there's not much, but something we kind of touched on, I guess, last Monday was, oh, what is the cover of Madden going to look like? They showed those two goats out there and what came of it. And it was, yeah, Madden 22 cover. They kind of gave it away. The goat himself is on there, obviously. And then I guess they're going to tie in Patrick Mahomes as the baby goat. He's got a long way to go, in my opinion, but either way, they, right now they are pretty much the two tops of the tops. Would you agree with that? Yeah, right now. I mean, obviously coming off of last year, they played in the Super Bowl, uh, you know, and, and obviously Mahomes won it the year before, had a really great season. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he he's definitely on his way, but uh, as far as GOAT talk, I don't think he's there yet. But again, he's still very young. He's got he's got a lot of career ahead of him. Uh and you know Brady, obviously he's been on the cover before, but it's cool to see him as a as a Buccaneer on the cover. So that that's really cool. We haven't had a Buccaneer on a on a cover of football game since ESPN 2K when Warren Sapp was on it. Uh, I think it was the year before 2K5 when they officially went away because Madden bought him out. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's uh, pretty cool, pretty cool to see. Uh, as far as the game goes, I hope it's good, but again, it's. We're not, I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah, I mean, I I might get a hard copy just to have it as a like a memorabilia, you know, just to have it, um, you know, Buccaneer on the cover. So that's true. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't play video games now. I know you guys play video games. Not on that. I I could just don't have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids, Roblox talk, life. Yeah, it's yeah. tough nowadays, mm-hmm. but it is cool. That's a good point. Memorabilia. Yeah, collectible. Up. Yeah, as a true Buck fan, yeah, you, you really value that. But uh, this actually brought a question up. So people on Twitter, Twitterverse, were mentioning, okay, so based on Tom Brady's one year mm-hmm. on the Madden cover, it brings us immediate results of winning our only second championship, the eight games in a row all the way to the championship round and winning it. They were wondering, is he validated to be – part of the ring of honor. And I mean, to me, that's, that's saying something ring of honor for yeah. one year played. Do you think he's already valid enough to be part of that ring? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, cause you know, obviously, you know, being part of a championship team and, and helping us get our second Super Bowl, that is pretty big. Um, you know, and obviously John Gruden's in there. So Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess you could put him in there. I mean, with his accomplishments and obviously he's going to play at least a couple more years with us, which is good. And, you know, hopefully that adds even more Super Bowls. I think if he definitely gets a second one, then I I think it's a a shoe in. I think he's definitely going to be in there. But I I definitely would like to see, you know, obviously, you know, it'll be interesting to see the name, you know, the names are coming up that are going to be going in. Yeah, or... And this to me, it's like I think it's isn't Monty Kiffin going in this year? I believe I want to yeah. say Monty. Monty deserves it. Or did Monty already go in? I, I won't. 
help us out. I'm trying to remember if they put him in this year. Oh, my boys in the chat, through Co-op says, I say yes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's almost giving away the, the key to the well, – imagine if he got the key to the city now. <laughs> imagine Tom Brady. At the rate he's going, if he wins two in a row, yeah, he's definitely getting it. But it's yeah. crazy how quick he's done this. Right. Uh, it's just Tom freaking Brady. The Brady effect truly has taken effect. Uh, I mean, to me, not yet. I hope he stays for until he's 50. <laughs> I know they joked about it, but yeah. realistically, the dude, you saw our Scotty Miller breakdown, or you, everyone probably saw it. He, he hasn't lost anything. He can throw 50, 60-yard bombs, and it's not like he's throwing his whole body into it. It's more of a flow throw. Mm-hmm. And if you're still doing that, 43, 44 years old, holy hell. Oh, Charles Scott said he's going to be – so I guess to play to 46? Yeah. Oh, I'd take that. that he's going to win the – he's going to be in the ring of honor then because he'd probably win two or three more Super Bowls. I'm saying mm-hmm. two or three more. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, again, Tom Brady is like the curious case of Benjamin uh, Button. Like yeah. the guy – like he, you think he's getting older, but actually he's, he's getting younger. So it's like – I mean, he still looks like he's in his mid late twenties. So like he doesn't even look f- what is he, forty-four right now? So or yeah. going to going to be forty-four. Um yeah, I mean it's it's nuts what he's accomplishing and he's just he's he's doing science. Um it, it seems like 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 he's just I mean, look at him right there. I mean, he just doesn't look doesn't look old. So <laughs> Yeah, so so this is the other big news of Tom Brady. So you look at this, Tom Brady and a team that was interested in him last year. You're sticking with that guy? So let's go into the story over here. Comes up. You're sticking with that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this is when he, yeah, he's a free agent, and he's talking to teams, and some teams like, oh, no, we're going to stick with our guy. We'll pass on you, Tom Brady. I wonder who that is. So people are saying the team that to which Brady is referring to isn't clear. It's well known that Brady very much wanted to sign with the 49ers and that the 49ers opted to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, <laughs> so maybe Jimmy G is unnamed. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 but who do you think that is? I mean, there were other teams. I mean, I obviously it wasn't the chargers. Those are the other mm-hmm. teams that supposedly really big involved with trying to bring him in. Yeah. Right. And it, they just drafted Herbert. So it's not like you're sticking with him. Mm-hmm. So, they drafted him. That's the reason why you're going to stick with him. Um, right. Well, then again, he wasn't drafted yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, obviously I think the chargers were involved uh, in San Francisco. I'm sure was, was in, uh, interested uh, maybe Chicago. Um, maybe that's, you know, maybe Mitch Trubisky involved because John Gruden's love affair with all quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, realistically, I think, you probably look at San Fran, you know, just cause that is Tom Brady's hometown. He probably wanted to go back there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's over with, he's a Buccaneer. So, but yeah, it's funny that he, he, he comes out with that truth. It'll be interesting to see how that the rest of that episode plays. I think that comes out Friday on HBO. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's yeah. hilarious. I mean, yeah. It is funny though, like to someone to say, you know what? No, we don't need you. <laughs> Seven Super Bowls. No, we don't need you. Like, I, 
Yeah. I mean, that's what makes it crazy. I mean, that's what makes it awesome that you signed with the Buccaneers because like this guy was a free agent and like pretty much every team. Sh- I mean, most teams who needed a quarterback should have been involved and like trying their best to get this guy. And, you know, thankfully he signed with the right team. He signed with the best roster and, uh, you know, obviously it worked out. That was another thing that was awesome. So when he was signed, I think we touched on this last uh, episode. Chris Godwin says, oh, he got a direct message from Tom Brady. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been watching your career for the past few years. He mentioned that he was from Penn State. Oh, I'm not going to hold that against you. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's actually scouting the guys. Like mm-hmm. Tom Brady's done everything smart. Like you just said, longevity of his career, working on his body. Ever since the ACL, he's been pristine of health, always knowing what to do, what not to do. But also knowing, okay, where if I'm going to go somewhere, I want to pick the best chance to win, not just to shove it to, to Belichick, but to actually win and know that the pieces around me are that good. He chose us because of that. Most people think, oh, he just, uh, no state income tax. That's the reason why. Most money. No. We were that talented of a team, and he saw that. And that that's why we got that quick one year. Boom, we made it to the Super Bowl, and guess what? We won it. So, Love you, Mr. Sir Brady. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, continue. Yeah, you continue. I Then I'll put you on that ring of honor. But, like, all those guys on there really deserved it. And at Gruden, maybe it's just because of that one Super Bowl win, but he still stayed long after. Although his teams weren't the best built, mm-hmm. that's his fault. Maybe it's GM, but he still was here a little bit longer than that. Let's give him some more tenure. Uh, let's get some questions in the chat. So Charles Scott thinks he's going to be here three more years. I hope so. I truly hope mm-hmm. so. That means we have three more years of Gronkowski too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Tom, do you think we re-sign Kappa or draft a rookie to replace him? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think it you know it depends on Kappa. If he has a good year this year, um, you know I think we'll definitely try to re-sign him. It just depends on you know the market value and how much we're willing to pay. Uh, they did bring in Robert Hainsey, but I think he looks like you know they wanted to use him to replace maybe Ryan Jensen or at least try to mold him in the shape of Ryan Jensen. Um, so I mean, we'll just have to you know wait and see. They still have um, you know Aaron Stinney on board, and maybe they try to develop him even further. So yeah, they have options there in in the offensive line uh, area. Yeah, I mean that that's, plus just gave you the four one one on every. <laughs> Every situation possible. Yeah. But then, then again, again, my money matters, but then again, sometimes it doesn't. So like, look at this year. They fit it in somehow. Is Kappa going to demand like top pay? No. Is he going to demand probably pay? It's a lot more than he is right now. Absolutely. So can they fit that in? We'll see. Yes. There's going to be some contracts going off the books, but I, I honestly don't think Kappa is that high of a priority to be honest, considering they got Hainsey. Jensen, let's see what happens with this contract. That's another big thing. Like, is he signed back for less? What happens? Because mm-hmm. is Hainsey really Jensen's replacement moving forward so we can bring back Kappa? So that's, that's more situations down the road, but I mean, we're, we're more winning, wanting to win now. So that cap situation, it's going to show face next year, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's a good question. It, anything's possible right now. All that matters is like the main meat of the offensive line is intact right now for another push run for the championship again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Danilo is in the chat. What yeah. up, what up? Tom in year one accounts for 25% of all Tampa Bay Bucks playoff wins. Think about yeah. that. That's yeah, crazy. 
stupid crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and we had to get four playoff wins. That makes even, you know, it just makes it more special because we were in the wild card round. So, you know, first Super Bowl, we only had to get three wins. Yeah. You know, this one we got four. So makes it that much better. And you were a fifth seed, you know, number five seed. Okay. So think about this. You think we get a, a buy this year? I mean, we're, we're already assuming we're making the playoffs too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, well, you, you, you look at it, you know, the top four teams are your division winners. So, you know, obviously if we win our division, you know, I, I think we're, if we win the division, cause I think our division is very strong. If we win the division, I, I would say we're up there in the top, you know, top two seeds, I would say. I think we're in good position to win it too. Considering yeah. Drew Brees is gone. Matt Ryan's the best next quarterback and he just lost his best weapon. Mm. Now his best weapon and weapon is a, a rookie. I'm not downing Calvin Ridley. I'm just saying how good Cal Pitts is. Right. He's been good. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the NFC South is going to be, I mean, it's really going to come down to the Saints. Like if, if the Saints quarterback play is, I would say above average or, you know, maybe just average, and, but it's consistently, you know, okay, then they, they'll still be a tough team just because their defense is, is still, you know, they still have a strong roster. Um, so they're not going to be an easy out. Carolina, I think, will be okay. Again, it, it all depends on those two teams' quarterback play, uh, really. And then you look at, you know, obviously the Falcons. Uh, defensively, you know, that's where their weak spot is. So it'll be a, it'll be a fun, fun division. But, yeah, the Bucks definitely are the favorite just because, you know, our roster is set. And again, if we stay healthy, got to like our chances. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go down the line. So for Quab, that was giving Brady everything doing a wouldn't Proj P you're Hey, Proj P he's, he's, he, he's happy about Antonio Brown. Yeah. I know. Yes. There's film studies coming, buddy. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, also guys, if you guys have any questions or points about the three film studies we put out, I believe it was Jordan Whitehead, William Golson and Indomitian Sue. If you guys have any tidbits mm-hmm. or things you wanted to add to that, let us know if, let us know if you liked the film studies, what you thought of them. That's always greatly appreciated. Uh, we, got, we got Tyler Johnson coming soon, so Ooh. that'll be that'll be out. I'm gonna probably schedule that for Wednesday. So look, keep the the lookout. Awesome. See, always come come to the chat, come to the live streams to figure out what's gonna happen later in the week. Mm-hmm. Fun. Uh, Danny, Tom has always been about winning and not about the money. Hey, it's true. Man, he even took a pay cut again. This is kind of something funny I was thinking of when he when I read this. Tom Brady's going to go for ten rings. Dare I say it? Now he's at seven right now. Mm-hmm. What if his ass stays long enough to go for TB twelve? What if I we'd be the happiest damn people in the world? That would be pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, if if he if he finds a way to. Even get to ten. So what would that? That'd be four Super Bowls in a row. So yeah, I mean, if he could do pull that off, uh, yeah, he's a legend. Like he he be there'd be no discussion. Greatest ever. Uh, I mean, there's no discussion right now, but it would just put the ceiling on the top. If he got twelve, my God, I would just that'd be the best best uh, media or like marketing, you know, thing he could do. He could be like um, 
Mr. 3000 from, you know, the movie, <laughs> he could do, he could do promotions like that. So, you know, Oh, uh, Hey, it's, that's crazy. Talk It's crazy thinking. We're real bucks talk. We're trying to be real. It, it is crazy. But the thing is, it's hard to keep a team together that long. It's right. hard for Tom's body to stay consistently that good. And that's, that's saying he's going to 50 pretty much. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it's going to happen. We all hope. That's why, yeah, the fingers crossed thing. But, hey, you, ne- you never know. Brady's been proving everyone wrong. Let's just let's see. Time will tell. Right. Uh, people won't ask for more because they'll be doing less and see it. Oh, Tom Brady, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Doing less and see it. Huh? So you're saying Dynasty? <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. When is the Ryan Suckup breakdown video coming? <laughs> Man. Yeah, I guess I guess we could if we wanted right. to really if we really wanted to dig deep into the tape, we could get every field goal and I guess break it down. Like this is a this is how you're supposed to kick it, look at the form and everything of that nature, but yeah, that'd just be probably over the top. I'm not going to lie, I'd probably make it a straight up joke. I <laughs> make every little kick and is here. It's good. It's good. It's good. All in a row. Literally all in a row. Uh, let's see. Oh, Mark is stealing la- laughing gas from work. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was just, hey, it's outward thinking, right? Yeah. Outward thinking. Do you have laughing gas at work? We No, we just got oxygen tanks. We don't got okay. laughing gas. Okay. With yeah. Mr. Bucks Nations in the house, y'all. If you, so if you don't know who this is. James Hill, Mr. Buck Nation, pretty much the originator of all Bucks content on YouTube. The man himself. I always overly uh, exhaust his his hype, I guess. Mm-hmm. But dude does great content literally daily, multiple times a day. Awesome. Uh, let's keep going down. Guys, where do you place last year's Super Bowl win in comparison to Tom's other six in order of greatness? Oh, that's... That's tough. That's kind of uh, for as a fans, number one, but come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's tough. I, I can't answer. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, his comeback is insane. That's going to be number one. And we yeah, all against the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. That it was pretty good. And I mean, that first one was the first one's always special. I mean, that one against the Rams, the Rams were, they're on a verge of being that dynasty. And yeah. yep. And then, you know, Tom Brady comes out of nowhere and, you know, just takes it right from him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So good question here. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Could the Bucks use Vita Vea as a goal line running back a la the fridge? I think Vita Vea played running back in high school. Take it. Play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen a little bit of it. Uh, they haven't handed the ball off to him, but, you know, we've seen him as a fullback, you know, as far as blocking or extra blocker. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if they'll use him as a running back. I'm sure he, he wants to get in there. Um, obviously he scored a touchdown, so he probably wants more. So we'll just see. All right, let's keep going. Where was this? (laughs) Let's get a breakdown of all bad snaps or penalties. That's, that'd be a rough one. I I don't know if that would get many views though, Tom. That's, that's the the thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It would probably do it, and it'd be me, you, and Tom would watch this. 
we'd have to send that to Bruce Arians. I'm, I'm sure he would. Oh, he would love to. He would love to see that. <laughs> I light their ass up too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So also, kind of going into more Buccaneer news. Let's go over here. So if you guys haven't seen it, that in the current thing they got going on, Buccaneers media. I don't know what they do. They're insane. The way they put together stuff, even throughout the season, and then this in the current, they're like almost, what, 30-minute episodes? Mm-hmm. Where they're bits and pieces kind of splitting the season up into quarters, watching every game. Awesome. So it's just pretty much going to show you how Tom Brady's learning the system, our ups and downs of the of the season, and then probably just walking you into Buccaneers winning that championship. But those are extremely fun extremely to, to watch and re- relive everything. You get to hear the the player's perspective of it, right? No, they're really good. I mean, Buccaneers team does a does a great job. Uh, you know, they just it's uh, it's pretty much like hard knocks, but it, it's you know even better. It's and it's showing just Buccaneers. And I was I was surprised they did a, a thirty minute episode to start off. So that's really cool. So probably going to see more of that. I'm, I'm watching the lightning game right now. Varlamov is all pissed off. I'm happy. <laughs> Well, hopefully but, uh, we keep on scoring and, and then close it out on Wednesday. Get ready for another cup. Please. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on a power play right now, actually. Uh, yeah. let's, let's go over here. Let's break down some of these these clips. So if you guys have any questions on this, also, thank you for continuing to subscribe. You guys help us out all the time. Pass that 3,000 threshold. Thank you always. You guys give so much to us. We're trying to just give it right, right back. But uh, let's check out our three we did this week. Jordan Whitehead, William Golson, Dominic and Sue. Guys, let us know in the chat what you thought of them. Who you thought literally was unsung hero of the season on defense like that. Uh, but let's start with Jordan Whitehead plus. It was a short mm-hmm. episode, but what do you think of Jordan? I guess a little bit more in detail, you personally. Yeah, I think Jordan, and I put it out there on Twitter today, I think he's one of the, probably the most underrated safety in the game. I mean, does a lot of good things that go unnoticed. Uh, you know, doesn't, you know, some of the stuff that he does doesn't always show up on the stat sheet, but I mean, he's just very good positional player, um, you know, knows his assignment. Usually for the most part, not out of position. Yeah. Sometimes over the top downfield, he kind of struggles, you know, and I think that's just comes with his, you know, aggressive nature. Uh, and, you know, he likes to go downhill and be physical attack and, and we talked about it in the breakdown it, you know, basically he's an extra linebacker in there at times when they want to play that, you know, four, four linebacker kind of look and, you know, load the box up. So yeah, I just, he's a great dude and man, I wish I could have some, uh, some arms like his, I mean, he's got, he's got great arms, man. The, the biceps are just popping out and, uh, kind of, kind of has that Michael Pittman. Well, Michael Pittman was just, that was insane, but, <laughs> but yeah, Jordan, man, he's uh he's just a fun dude, fun player. And I hope he stays, um, you know, as long as possible. And this is again, another contract year. It's going to be tough to see you bring him back considering the depth they have behind him. Right. Uh, yeah. Like even the chat, Tom hard hitter, main mm-hmm. whitehead is a straight thumper, straight up thumper. And he is, I mean, and this is stuff when we drafted him. I, I kind of touched on this on the on the live streams. I loved him coming out of Pitt. I was like, "This is this is a dude, man." I'm telling you, like literally, all he did was produce in his three years at, at Pitt. And we get him in the fourth round it was a steal. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted Derwin James. I'm like, just because he's smaller does not mean he's a piece of crap. 
yeah. great pick. And was he done? Literally nothing but produce ever since he's been on the field. It, mm-hmm. It's only been three years. It feels like it's been so much longer. Yeah. His stats. yeah. Still hey. only 20. He's going to be 24. Yeah, 24 years old. Crazy. Still, still a young dude and just got a lot of potential. But like you said, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what direction they go. Hopefully he has a you know, a strong year this year and can stay healthy, you know, play the full 16 games and or 17 games. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, obviously Mike Edwards and you, you have Antoine Winfield. So is that going to, you know, is Winfield and, uh, Edwards going to be your future going forward? I, I would lean that way just because Mike, yeah. you know, he shows the ability to play that deep safety role and, and Antoine can pretty much do everything. So, you know, it gives you a little bit more flexibility when Mike is in there. Uh, but I really like when they play all three of them at the same time. I mean, they did that in the Super Bowl, and I thought it worked to perfection uh, the way they utilize all three. So maybe we'll see more of that since everyone is on the same page. They know the scheme, you know, and maybe Todd Bowles understands better how to use the use the guys. That kind of brings up our something we wanted to touch on. So how is Todd Bowles going to, I guess – change things up more on defense is it yeah. just going to be the same or does he add an even another wrinkle to this defense because i mean we touched on in the william golson video about how many more qb hits he got mm-hmm. his average like his high was about eight and then he got 20 last year was that just because he just got better from last year or was he schemed into getting those those hits what was it i mean a lot of it's a combination of both mentality mm-hmm. technique but also being in the right situation based off of scheme. So, I mean, they play that into consideration with Jordan Whitehead. I mean, let's checking him out over here. Mm-hmm. Two sacks. He hadn't had any all the rest of his career. And he did very well in that. Like you saw the, the Chargers game where he got the sack on Herbert. He right. flies in. If he's downhill, he's a monster. I can, I can see this number jumping up to almost four, doubling it again. And because he knows the system again, playing under it, it's more comfortable. Interceptions, he's just not the best at getting his hands on on the ball. But right, I can see this jumping up, QB hits jumping up, tackles for loss. I mean, look at that; that doubled as well. So he's great downhill, being close to the line, one on one with tight ends on the line. I like him, even though he's only five ten, barely two hundred pounds. Yeah, he he plays that nasty role. He's sticky. He just gets beat deep. He doesn't have the deep speed. Mm-hmm. What he does best, and Todd Bowles is doing that. So. I mean, looking at Todd Bowles, do you think he adds even even more, like using his secondary to blitz even more? He did it at times in that Denver game to crazy capabilities, but that was against a bad Denver offense. Mm-hmm. Do you think he goes against better teams now? Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. Uh, again, like, you know, this team understands what they're doing now. Uh, everyone's on the same page. You really don't have anybody, um, you know, stepping in that, it's new like you're you pretty much have everyone in place so yeah i could definitely see where he gets a little bit more diverse in how he's going to scheme things up he understands you know what his players can do he understands okay jamel dean i i like him on the outside can't really put him inside you know yeah. sean murphy bunting same thing you know better on the inside but he also has the ability to play outside if needed uh so there's just a lot of you know a lot of different things where he can match up you know, certain guys and certain, you know, opposing players. Uh, the biggest thing though is, is Vita Vea, um, you know, and, and, and Sue, those guys in the, in the middle, you know, if they're healthy, 
then you can do so much more. And we and we saw that with uh, you know, Vita. When Vita's in there, everything is just on the table. And I, I think you'll see that going forward this year. Also for nothing lightning. So that's yeah, I'll just put a comment on that too. <laughs> <laughs> so go bolts. Hell yeah. Uh something I want to touch on, you mentioned that Dean is better outside. I agree with that. The SMB is better inside. I don't necessarily agree with that. Because, I mean, you watch his rookie tape. He was phenomenal on the outside. He was almost yeah. shut down on the outside. People wouldn't even throw that way. And then I just think they put him inside because Dean can't go inside. Yeah. The SMB can just do so much more. Right. And, and with Carlton Davis, I mean, Carlton, I think he can play inside or outside. Obviously, he's, I think, better on the outside. Hmm. He can just travel with whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Carlton's got that more flexibility. But I think SMB is right behind him. So, SMB, I think, has definitely taken that level up where he can play outside or inside. And, and like you said, they like to have him on the inside just because of, you know, Jamel Dean's ability to be that extra, you know, unicorn on the field because he's so long and lanky and, you know, he's got that vertical speed. I mean, we saw it in the Super Bowl where he was in there pretty much shutting down uh, who was a Miko Harbin and. Yeah, you know, staying on top of those guys, uh, Sammy Watkins, he was on top of them. So, yeah, they, you know, with with Vita, I again, obviously, you know, everyone knows we're big Vita Vea fans. Everyone, you know, I think is coming <laughs> everyone's coming along <laughs> on that train. Uh, you know, if he's in there, then it, it just makes the defense flow. You know, Shaq gets his one on ones, and now the newest wrinkle I think is Joe Tryon. I mean, really. You know, you can do so much with Joe Tryon because of his athletic ability and his ability to play inside or outside. That's going to add more, you know, to this defense. I think that's a big addition that right. people are really not talking about a lot yet because, well, you know, just because we haven't seen him. And, uh, you know, I think once preseason rolls yeah. around, yeah, training camp, it's going to be really fun. And not only inside, outside, he can drop back. Yeah. He can fill these roles where he's like, natural at it. Yeah. Barrett didn't look natural at it. Anthony Nelson sure as hell didn't look natural at it. JVP he got better as the season went on, but he can't catch balls. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he can. Never mind. We did show him he did catch some, but hey, he's, he's a natural athlete, goofy natural athlete, but he is a natural athlete. I mean, Joe Tryon, he can literally take this to another level. It's insane mm-hmm. the fact that we're saying that, but yeah, you just haven't seen it because he only played two years. A year off, right? He didn't play anything in mini camp, rookie mini camp. Let's see, let's see what happens. How quickly does he mature and mm-hmm. learn the system? His head sounds like it's per- perfectly screwed on, and he's he's all into the playbook. And the whole this whole draft, they all seem like locked in. I oh, love yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. And and before we get to uh, you know the next guys and and Sue and Golston, let's let's talk about uh, some symbol Mark and her. Yeah, and. Just a, a great way to, you know, find your favorite team and and invest and, and get some money. Um, you know, I'm I'm uh, stocked up with the Bucks and and the Orlando Magic right now, so it's just a, a fun way. And again, if you sign up and use the promo code Real Bucks Talk, uh, you get a ten dollar deposit to start off. Yeah, just going more in depth into it. Three, it says it front of the page. Symbol dot app slash my teams. That's mine right here. So. Stock mar- the stock market for sports, over 2,500 early adopters, more than 5,000 trades processed, 50,000 plus win payouts. So what the heck is a win payout? Win payouts are literally, this is the scheme they have. It's just the model they have. 
Find your favorite team. With us, is the Buccaneers, plus, like the Magic. And they have baseball. I believe they're going to get hockey in there. So you get that team. And based on all the shares you have, so you re- receive win payouts. So it's almost like a dividend. So if you own one of the Buccaneers, which is around $46, I believe, 50 cents per share that you own passively, just because you own your favorite team. If it's the Magic or the Rays, if they're a lot lower. So if they win games, you get more. So baseball, since there's 162 games, you only get five cents. We like the NFL. Let's just say it. Uh, but then you can also trade teams like stocks up or down. If you guys got Joe Burrow on the Bengals, they start lighting it up. Oops, you can just sell them a higher. So you can run it like a stock market. It's so cool, cool concept. Love the the idea. The CEO is smart. He literally had a whole talk with us on our channel about it. But if you want to learn more about it, hit that play button on YouTube. I mean, YouTube's always fun. You can learn so much more. Other than that, guys, just keep talking some bucks. And please, if you want to, if you're interested, use our Roblox Talk link down below. And let's keep talking some Buccaneer football. So you wanted to talk about Sue and Vita Vea a little bit more? No, just just our, our recent videos on uh, Golston and and Endomic and Sue. You know, obviously, I, I think those two are, you know, obviously Golston, I think, is taken after Endomic and Sue. I mean, we can see it in his, his tape uh, on the field. I mean, he's just playing with that more uh attitude and tenacious kind of more physical I mean, he's just full go motor and it just seems like his game has raised every year and it continues to to rise so and then adama can is just mr consistency i mean he's always on the field never misses a game uh and does his job very well and it's a big reason why those two why this defense is so good against the run and also can push the pocket and allow guys like jpp shack get their you know, 10, 10 sacks or more. Yeah. So this actually brought up a good point. So Danny Danella over here says Golson got more reps because Vita Vea's injury, hence more hits. So Vita Vea brought me to think, okay, well, how many does he usually get? He usually commands a lot of double teams. Hmm. Looked at it. Vita Vea last year had 12 QB hits. William Golson at 20 and his limited role. He still was, didn't start every game. So, I mean, to me, get, give Golson some credit. I mean, he mm-hmm. he no, did that was 2019. So, yeah, 2020 only had three, but oh, but yeah. but I'm just saying, right. like, full, full year, sack. yeah, full year, yeah. yeah. But either way, two sacks in five games. Mm-hmm. I like that. He was going to beat his highest total, just projection wise. You you would think that, yeah. But either way, I mean, Golson, give him credit for getting that 20. He just knocked it out of the park. QB hits, so. Did he outperform Vita in that just based off of injury? Yeah, but based off of past experience or past stats, he still beat him by a lot, a heavy margin. So yeah, I'm going to give him some credit. And again, he's playing to that Sue nasty nature, a nonstop motor like JPP. A lot of the guys are rubbing off on each other, and they really bought in last year. I mean, that scheme, they all were more mature into it, the second year into it. And they're all, they're not younger guys. They know what the hell they're doing on the field. They know how to talk to each other. Another awesome piece of why our defense is so good. Um, and then just to add to that, and Dominic and Sue, mm-hmm. Mr. Consistency, you said it. He's always out there. He's always going to be a somewhat nasty player. If he's not on your team, he's nasty. If he isn't on your team, he is, you love him. <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> but either way, what's more to say besides he's, Literally, the centerpiece with Vita Vea being that run stopper, like making us number one against the run. 
every year. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes un- understated because that's huge. I mean, number one against the, the run two years in a row is trying to make it three. Crazy. Yep. When's the last time that happened? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, I know the. I want to say the Pittsburgh Steelers had a had a run for a little while, where they were like, Curtain. yeah, they were top top and run defense. But, but yeah, I mean, it just shows those two guys, and you know, I'm just proud of how Golson has continued to just get better. Um, so hopefully, he continues to take that next step and, and continues to be a, a key force on the defense. And now you add in, you know, Anthony Nelson and and other guys, Joe Tryon. Hopefully, those guys can you know, raise this defense to something we haven't seen. And, you know, obviously the secondary and the linebacking core taking that next step and understanding how to play coverage. I mean, we saw it throughout the playoffs. If that comes into this season, they can continue to improve that. Yeah, it's lights out for this defense. It can definitely be probably a top five unit uh, when it's all said and done. So take this into perspective. So QB hits is what we're talking about. Look what Sue's always getting. Sue's career, he's always been around 20. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of it's just finishing the play. And I think that's what Golson's doing now. Mm-hmm. Instead of stopping, oh, he's going to throw the ball. Sue don't give a crap. Sue just keeps going. He's going to put his hands on. He's going to push you. The quarterback's going to feel that getting up off the floor. Holy shit, this 300-something pound man just ran right through me. You know what? He probably whispered that to Golson and said, no, don't stop. Make them throw the flag, but mm-hmm. you're going to enforce your will. If you're if you're that close to the ball, hit them, touch them, yeah. make them get up off the floor. So I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are great, crazy, crazy numbers from 2012 right. to 2015. 32, 20, 20, 20. Jesus, like that's insane. Let the big dog eat. That's all you're going to say. Yeah. Jeez. Well, let's go back to the chat. There's a lot of debate going on. People saying about uh, which roster will we choose would we choose the oh here it is which box team would you rather have the 2003 roster or the current roster uh yeah i mean 2002 championship team was you know pretty special you have a lot of hall of famers on that team especially on the defensive side of the ball as far as you know more complete roster i would say this one uh this one i think is definitely very talented um you know offensively you know, back then the game was different, you know, it's more ground and pound type of game, play action, uh, just different style. Uh, you didn't really see. And again, this was a different offense too, that, that they played with Gruden and the West coast. There's a lot of dink and dunk. Uh, sometimes we, you have those big crossing routes when we go deep. Uh, and plus you have Brad Johnson, who again, nothing, not a special quarterback, but he was good enough and, you know, accurate. Uh, I would say our offensive line right now is definitely better than the, O2 version, you know, just from a talent standpoint and how consistent, you know, they've been. So I, I would probably lean towards this roster just because it's super talented. Top to bottom. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you as well. Yes, and you have the best quarterback <laughs> of all time. Yeah, right. That's, that is a huge talent. This is kind of why I thought this was funny. Rich 0665 said 03 defense and this year's offense. That'd be a special team. <laughs> Same. Well, I mean, just, but think about this though. We know now that there's Hall of Famers all littered all on that 03 roster. Mm-hmm. Look at this team right now. I mean, we we made a kind of joke about it when Devin White was drafted. They were like, "Oh, the Gold Jacket draft right there." Mm-hmm. 
he's 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 so young still, but if he stays at this pace, that's pretty damn close to gold jacket. Levante yeah. David already to me has proven he's a gold jacket caliber player. That's two. JPP is likely going to be a gold jacket type of guy if he continues. He's pretty close. He's doing well. I don't know if he's he's probably fringe like Simeon Rice though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shaq Barrett, he's just coming on late, but if he has a couple more 10 sacks, he's still young. Was he 26, 27 years old? Uh, I think he's closer to 30, actually. Is he? I think yeah. he's younger. But, I mean, either way, they you could start seeing these guys start getting mentioned. Holy crap, these guys are pretty damn good players instead of just that young Bucks defense. That's all you heard last year, mm-hmm. the year before. Oh, this young Bucks defense, they're, they're going to fly. They're going to hit you. Never know. I mean, will these guys eventually become that? That 03 team, yeah, they went through so many years of losing. Yeah. Yeah. And then that just because their defense was great. And then finally they got all of the play card that could get them there to win mm. the game. It's just different. We just got the best quarterback yeah. easily of all time to help out an offense that was littered with Hall of Famers. Yeah, so, no doubt. It's it's great. tough. It's tough comparison because the game has changed so much. I mean, 2020 versus 20, you know, 2002 and, and how the teams played against each other. It's just different. Uh, the the schemes were different. You know, it was just a lot of different as far as how it was played. Again, back then you could hit over the middle. The rules were different. You know, you know, running the football was more emphasized. Uh, so and, and, you know, people talk about the past defense was better. Yeah, I would say the the O2 pass defense as far as the secondary unit yeah it was pretty good uh but you also have to remember how they pat like teams don't really pass the football as much as they do now um so there's just different time different era um and and to your point where you had all those hall of fame guys and you know they went through a lot of you know losing in the playoffs it's kind of kind of similar to what this team had to go through at, at least most of the roster again it was more losing they never been to the playoffs but yeah. You know, they went through a lot of adversity. Um, and then, you know, obviously Jason Light got everything that he needed last offseason, you know, getting the quarterback and and then it just all came together. So yeah, it's a fun thing to look at it, you know, the hypotheticals and all that. So again, good question though. Again, another hypothetical. I, I did say multiple Hall of Famers in offense. Uh, not multiple. Mike Evans is pretty much the one solidified. Oh and yeah, Tom Brady. Other than that, let's see what these guys can do. They got to prove it over right. time. Antonio Gronk, Brown, Gronk's going to make it. Gronk and Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. but well, let's see. Let's keep going. You know, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin let's get some years of of success yeah. here, staying healthy. Yeah. Oh, this is another one. Another hypothetical. Which coaching staff do you want? Go with I, real- I, I would I would take BA's coaching staff. Oof. Yeah, it is a really good damn. Well, but then again, look right now in the league. There is a crap ton of staff still on teams. Like, look at the the Raiders staff right now. Mm. It's literally almost all, everyone from that 03 team. Mm. Yeah. A lot of them. And then there's there's still plenty of Bucks coaches all around. Like, was it Barry, the, the linebackers coach? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Barry's still in there. Um, yeah. You still have, obviously, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some guys. Plenty. I just scheme that they're running. That's more what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Again, that's yeah. The game's changed so much. That's mm-hmm. all you're gonna say. 
like that cover to Tampa two. I don't work in war. <laughs> no, it's it's tough. You, you can't do it uh, again. It's just with the rules and, and not the you know not having the ability to hit guys over the middle. Uh, it's very very tough to do. And, and not every you know and and teams can they just know how to scheme against pass rush now. I mean, you can keep in max protection. And it's just hard to win with you know front four uh, consistently like we used to do back in the day. And not everyone has a, a Warren Sapp or Simeon Rice on the same team. So, yeah, it makes it much tougher. It's what's still like all the names we just mentioned on defense, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and how good do our secondary players get? Do they continue to, to rise and get better and mature? It's scary. Yeah. Just, yeah. But the front seven just itself is ridiculous. Definitely. You guys and Jenna, Jenna Lane, bless her. Yeah, so what, what does she do now, Tom? Jenna is definitely. Uh, no, if, you, if you go up, there's a question. Uh oh. Just saying, uh, Fukuwa, I think, said oh, it sorry. about adversity. Don't forget the current <laughs> roster has more adversity to deal with. Uh, you got to answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, sometimes, yeah, I can see. There's like deep breaths. They're like, they just listen to the question. They're like, okay, here it comes. <laughs> she, I, she tried to build like a relationship with all of them while asking questions. Kind of weird. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. I think she does a good job. She she writes really good at uh, ESPN. Yeah, I think, I think it's more just the question that she mm-hmm. asked. Like people get more like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, she does write really well. I mean, she she had she had fun times with Dirk Cutter. That was. Those are great. <laughs> There's a lot of great with Craig Cutter. I mean, oh man, guys, if anyone followed us when we did just just the like the podcast, yeah, just the audio. Well, there is some gold because I, I have them on my iPhone. I, I was listening when I was working out, and we had some after the Giants game. There's a lot more swearing in those. A lot more mm-hmm. swearing. A lot more real. A lot real. Mm-hmm. on those and we go into some in-depth crap like because yeah we, i guess it's more us talking back and forth there was no questions we tell you to tweet in questions the rest was just back and forth yeah and true heart on the line talking bucks football oh, so yeah. want to laugh go back and check those guys that, out that last year of dirt cutter i think the last year of dirt cutter was yeah that was our first year doing the actual podcast so that was last year yeah of dirk and that was just man that's or was it Maybe it was 2017. I'll have to see how far back we started. I want to say 2018, though, is when we started the the actual pod. Um, so I mean, yeah, that was a lot of fun conversations just going back, and then we <laughs> we got labeled as as Jameis haters, and there's just <laughs> good. There's a lot of good a lot of good stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I'll never I'll never forget the uh, the episode I had to do with Dirk Cutter getting fired and. That was man. That intro, whew, that was good. Yeah, the intros were gold. Yeah, like I made that in Iceland. Yeah, you got fired. I was in Iceland making that, and I sent like a plus. You got to put this shit out. This yeah. is pure gold. That was like, fun. That was uh, a lot of fun. Like we need to start making intros. I know. I don't know if that's like copyright or anything. What's media uh, stuff? We'll have to figure it out. Yeah, the beat. If yeah, if you guys want to have laugh go just listen to our intros mm. and we'll probably do that this season like going over press conferences and what they say 
Because some of the crap last year when Leftwich would say stuff, like, oh, yeah, they'd blatantly ask, why aren't you running more play action? Because it's working. He goes, oh, we run play action. They're like, no, you're at the bottom of the league. Well, we're <laughs> going to do what's best and put ourselves in the right situation to win games. It would like be a repeated statement. He'd almost like see it on a, on a teleprompter. Okay, I got to say this. Yeah. It's stupid. And we would down them left and right behind the scenes. We should do that. <laughs> Literally as a video, just break down press conferences. Uh, but let's, oh, more of the chat. B Loggins, he's back. Yo, what's good, fellas? Good to see you in here. Bring some questions, bring some thoughts. Let's get it. Uh, let's keep going. Oh, I someone wanted to mention, where's it, Danny Danilo here? Name the future Hall of Famers from this last year's team. Uh, last year's team. Well, uh, let's see. Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Mike Evans. Um, you on the offensive line? I'll I'll say it, Tristan Wirfs, even though he's only one year in, yeah. I think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Ali Marpet. Uh, let's see, defensively, obviously Levante David, and Dominican Sue, I think gets in. JPP. Mm. They're white sure. early, but you never know. Devin White, I think, makes it. He, I mean, yeah. he'll he'll be consistent. Crazy. In the secondary, maybe Carlton Davis and maybe Antoine Winfield. They're in one year. Yeah. <laughs> that draft. If we uh, if, if it's Antoine Winfield and Tristan Wirfs are both Hall of Famers, how insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Recent light, you were going in the ring of honor. about ring, ring of honor. He'd immediately be in there. Immediately. Oh, yeah. I think he should go in regardless of what happens next. Uh, if, if yeah, say if we get a couple more rings mm-hmm. and all those guys turn into what they should become, they should put Jason Light's name up there with that stupid face he's making with the sunglasses on. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they should put that right next to it. Be the only one. And that's a good point by Tom uh, Bruce Arians. I, I think gets in as well as a coach. So just because he's been on Super Bowl teams, you know, and just the the journey that he's had, I think he'll get in. Two-time is it two-time coach of the year? Yeah, that too. Yep. I don't know how the hell he wasn't coach of the year last year. Yeah, uh, they had to give it to the to the newbie and uh, Kevin Stefanski from Cleveland since you know they made the playoffs for whatever how long it was. But whatever. But the, to me, it's still like insane what he did. Oh yeah, yeah. He got in COVID. Whole, a, a new quarterback to take all the way over and just eight game winning streak. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. Insane. Yep. Ah, I don't, I don't know. I not even in the mention. I feel like he wasn't even in the mentioning for that. It's crazy. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Danny Danilo said Grant AB, AB put, he put in there too. Mm. Maybe. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for AB. Based off of his past, AB's numbers are insane. Plus, oh yeah, I know his numbers are great. I'm just saying it, it might be tough for him uh, to get in, a, you know, right away, uh, just because of his off the field and and stuff like that. But numbers wise and stats wise, I think yeah, he's definitely deserving. I mean, it is going to be tough on the box too, but right, that's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of great years there. I mean, Eighteen hundred yards here. Yeah. 15 touchdowns there. Where's the catches? 136 high. That is <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it's really good. 
Ah. I think twenty. I think twenty fifteen. That was the year. Uh, was it twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen when Mike Glennon went up? I think it was twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen when Mike Glennon went up to Pittsburgh and beat them. And Antonio Brown had like that ridiculous game against us. He was like catching everything, scoring touchdowns, but we still won somehow. <laughs> Vincent Jackson, rest in peace. But yeah, that was a great catch. Another one, great, crazy story, crazy. Yeah. I don't know how. how I hope happened. I hope he finds a way. I don't know if they'll put him in the Hall of Fame, but that'd be cool to see him get in there. Sad, but uh, yep. Let's keep going. How AB and Evans are one and two. I'm telling you, AB's not going to be one. Do <laughs> I, I don't know if you mean like, like Hall of Fame options, or are you talking about like roster? Chris Godwin is going to be number two. Yeah, Evans I, I just loves AB, man. That's that's his guy. Oh, don't get me wrong, the dude's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows himself. He just wants to win Super Bowls. Imagine that though. In eight games, at 483 yards, you double that, he's close to 900 yards. So 900, almost a thousand. Could he do that in a 17 game season? Most likely he gets back into that thousand yard mark. I'd give him, let's see, two, four, mm-hmm. six, eight, eight thousand yard seasons. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, then again, Mike Evans is about to go for what? Number seven in a row. I think eight, eight. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Or no, I think you're right. Seven. My bad. I think it is seven. Crazy man, yeah. Crazy. Uh, good question. How crucial was that trade up for Tristan Wirfs last year? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, looking at it now, it was gigantic. Um, so yeah, very, very uh, big. <laughs> big. Yes. Short and sweet. Big. It was big. <laughs> and he's a big. He's a big dude, and he's he's doing great things right now. I mean, everyone saw the video with him and Donovan Smith backflipping into the pool. I mean, that's that's crazy. I didn't see that. You didn't him see that? Donovan Smith? Yeah, Tristan Wurst and Donovan Smith did a court coordinated backflip at the same time into the pool. Bull crap. No, it's true. Are right, you guys need to talk about something while I, I bring this? <laughs> well, I gotta right. see this. I'll try to answer some of these questions. Oh, there's a lot coming in. So Aaron's is not a Hall of Fame candidate. Aaron's does not impress me <laughs> whatsoever. He had one playoff win as a head coach pre Tom Brady. That's good topic. There you go. Plus, address that. I gotta go find. This. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you got a good point there as far as like playoff wins. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe he doesn't get in, but. I think that's definitely going to change if he's here for the next couple of years and we get a couple more Super Bowls, then, you know, obviously it'll be a shoe in. So I think it'll be, it'll be a good discussion, but uh, I was trying to find these. There are some other good questions here. Let me see. I, I found it. Plus like you a did. Found it. Yeah. Big boy. How yeah. the world. Yeah, that's it. Let's watch this together, guys. This is, I didn't see this. Yeah. Donovan Smith, Tristan Wirfs. Oh my goodness. Yeah, look at that. Donovan Smith is just a fat slob, right, guys? <laughs> Crash. I'm just glad they didn't get injured. So right. This is yeah. that's a lot of meat up there. Yeah, kind of risky. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. 
he's in those calves. But wow. uh but yeah, um just trying to see. Okay, yeah, there's a couple of good questions here by B Loggins. So he's like, What rookie will have the biggest impact on the team this year? My pick is Jalen Darden. It's a good pick. I mean, as special teams, yeah. Because I think it's gonna be a hidden thing. Like what what's he gonna do in that little situation? Mm-hmm. It is a good pick because who else can really jump onto the scene? Right. I mean, other than Joe Tryon, who yeah. being a rotation, still he's behind two great players. Jalen Darden could probably get, win a starting spot as a returner. You mm-hmm. can make a big impression there. So I'd probably agree with his pick. Yeah. Because Tryon, based off of rotation, probably won't make that big of a of an impact, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also had a yeah. Yeah, another question. Uh, who's the most improved player this year? He says Jamel Dean. Mine was, I, I keep saying this, I keep thinking it's uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Mm-hmm. I, even though he had a good season, I think his ceiling is ridiculous. I think he could literally almost double his, easily double his interception. He only got one interception. I think, I'm thinking he's going to get at least five, mm-hmm. double his sacks, tackles for loss. I mean, the things that he got so close for some of these interceptions. I think he's just going to light it up. And you're like, holy hell, this guy's ridiculous. And he's going to solidify himself as like a perennial uh, pro bowler. Right. He is, he is that good. Yeah. No, that's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to stay with, you know, my Keyshawn Vaughn theme. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to be the most improved player this year. And I think we're going to see a lot of good things from Keyshawn. So that's good. Um, and then this was a good question. Which game? Most excited for which which game I'm most excited for? I would yeah. say hmm, the Rams game. Okay. I'd probably say that game because I think that's going to be the, the biggest competition game. Yeah, the Dallas game's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to like the Patriots game, but I think it's going to be how is that Rams game going to look? Because that, that that's a hell of a good team. Yeah. I'll go with uh, I'll go with the Buffalo game later in the year. I just feel like that could potentially be a Super Bowl preview, so it should be a fun one. Um, let's see, he's gonna have to get by Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. That's a good point, uh, Danny. Again, showing the AB love. Uh, going to lead all Bucks receivers in yards next year. I could see that. Definitely see it. Uh, AB. Yeah. Praj P. <laughs> Brady's going to be looking at AB all day. Um, yeah. I mean, he's going to be open. He'll have one-on-one matchups pretty much the whole whole time. So. Oh, Jordan Durr, he's, he's back. Most improved is going to be Dobb Bulls. I think the play calling toward then might potentially be new new norm. We, we hope it is with the offense, too, to be honest. like I hope there's a whole other wrinkle they bring out based on the amount of caliber players they have to throw out in the field. You can throw anything at them, hopefully. Uh, but other than that, guys, where we hit that hour and the lightning are whooping that butt, I guess 4 yeah. nothing still. I love it. Other than that, guys, thank you always for bringing the questions, bringing the heat. Let's whoop them Saints. Yes, Luke, I fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's always more content to talk about. We're going to keep pushing that out there. Like Plus said, Teller Johnson's coming up. Again, I just always want to extend my thank you to you guys for always 
showing up and showing out. Thank you very much. Plus, take us out of here. Yeah, like Mark said, thank you guys for joining us uh, again on you know Lightning Hockey Night. So much appreciated. Uh, always appreciate your questions and just your thoughts and comments. So yes, big thank you. And uh, yeah, we got more content coming. Uh, so with that said, guys, I hope everyone has a great night and go Bucks.